Hello, and welcome back to the Legacy Podcast. Today, we are joined here by Josh and Reese, along with me, Riley. Howdy, howdy, guys. It's good to be back. It's nice to be here, dude. How y'all doing? Doing very well. Very well. It's been way too freaking long since the last episode. Too long. March 17th, baby. Oh, of 2020? <sighs> Jeez. Pre-COVID? Pre-COVID. 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 Look at how much the world has changed, <laughs> man. man. How much we have changed, Dude. I'd say. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'd agree. Oh, man. Uh, so, I guess to start off, since Reese, you haven't been on yet. True, true. Yep, I'm new here. Say introduce new yourself. Here. So. Talk about a little what you do. No? All right, well, my name's Reese. Uh... I'm uh, not I'm not really in uh, school right now, but I did did do a little bit of community college. Um, been friends with uh, these guys since uh, Josh, especially since what, fourth, fifth grade now. Yeah, I don't know, long time, <laughs> long time. Played baseball together when we were little kids, dude. Lots changed. You wouldn't recognize either of us, but uh, <laughs> Riley here. I, I met met back in back in middle school, high school. Really became good friends. After we graduated and we came back, found each other in this group, and great friend of mine. But uh, yeah, no, I I, I run a pool company, um, kind of family business that I've kind of taken over so far. Um, been doing that for the since as long as I can remember. I mean, uh, dad was building pools since before I was even a thought. So yeah, that's just a little bit about me. But yeah, I'm just a small town Texas boy. That, uh, I don't know. Sometimes. I like that. Uh, he said with the keystone in it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. For those um, of you listening and not watching, we are all sipping on a little bit of a beverage. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Cold ones. A little bit of that liquid courage to enjoy the uh, yeah. uh, soother, soother nerves. <laughs> hey, it's the first one in a while, man. Yeah, yeah. Reese's first yeah. one, period. That's true. That's true. But, uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm, I'm glad to be here. I appreciate y'all having me on. Cam, uh, looking forward to, to this, to this talk and uh, our night together tonight. It's gonna be a good one. Cheers, oh, boys. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. And I'd. Uh, oh, man. I, oh. I I'd say. Uh, I'd say. Of course. Of course, you're here. I mean, you're part of legacy. It's true. Although it's I mean, true. we have had guests, or Ethan was like the I think the first guest on that wasn't in Legacy, but other than that, so far it's we've started to get the roster. Mm-hmm. It's been what you, Josh, me, Ryan, Danny, um, Colin. I think Graham was the first episode as well. Graham, Colin, and I. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Damn man, that's 2019 too. That's crazy. <laughs> We, for how long this has technically been going, we have released minimal episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they say to be just successful, like, and you gotta post. the worst part is, we were actually trending pretty upward within our small little group there for a minute, and <laughs> then we just gave up. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, they, they say to be consistent, I think, to be uh, successful, and I think uh, this so far it's been the definition of not that, quite the opposite. Yeah. Inconsistent, um, for sure. Yeah. But, hey, we're, we're here to turn that around, you know? We're here to turn yes, that around. We are, yeah. we are yeah. trying. We are trying. I'd say, like, 
Here for the what? Here for the people and here for the boys, you know? Dude. Mm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day we'll have a female on if she... Uh, Hey, 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 hey. If she if she's on the pod, she's an honorary she's member of the boys, all right? It's okay. Yes. We ain't discriminating. No, not at all. No. Never. It's inclusive, right? Yes, sir. I mean ladies here, so yeah, perfect. Ladies, ladies here. Ladies Lady is, in is in the building. Yep. I, it's my apologies. I, <laughs> oh. yeah. I will say on the to stay on the topic of consistency, mm-hmm. I guess to say con- to stay consistent with consistency. Fuck that! I can't. <laughs> um, oh, I beforehand. I th- I think one of the biggest reasons why um, this not fell apart, so to speak, but just slowed down was because of my own inconsistency. It's like, and I know, like, you know, it could be like, oh, well, I also didn't like. Someone could say I didn't reach out. To, to record one or something but uh, you know people did reach out like colin would update me like every month or and like it got to a point it was like every month or so mm. about doing an episode and it just kind of dwindled and um i even had um riley's boyfriend madison he hit me up like early really? 2020 about doing a, a podcast episode because he wanted to hop on what oh yeah yeah, and like I, I like told him, I was like, "Yeah, I'd love to have you on," that's but I just cool. I never fucking got around no. to it because that's my own fault. I didn't make the time for it. You know, but going with that. That's yeah. I mean, in like that's just inconsistency. Not only in the Legacy Podcast, but in every other aspect of my life. Every other aspect of my life, mm. I was so fucking disorganized. Mm. Like I. I may start sounding like a, uh, a preacher for self-help, but, like, I'm telling you, it's uh, getting your shit together is an amazing feeling. <laughs> Actually writing down the things you got to do. I've, I've, I know I've said that t- phrase so many times over the course of this year now. It's writing, writing stuff down. Oh, my God, write that down. Write your thoughts down. I remember telling Josh, like, write your fucking poems down, the shit that you come up with. Write that down. <laughs> and you already have, but... Still, nonetheless, I preach it because the way that it has affected me, I have never been so happy before in my entire life with where I am going in life. And not only that, what I'm doing right now, like, I don't have any worries about school right now about, oh, you know, this is an assignment I need to do because I'm on top of that. And it's, it's something so simple, but, you know, it's, it's waves of a difference from being in this same exact room lights out not wanting to even exit now it's like i the only reason i'm in here is to is when i'm not doing anything no so i can i can really relate to that i mean i'm 20 20 years 21 years old and still live at home with my mom i mean some people will be like ah he's a loser but you know i love my room love my mom love my family here for them you know when you can feel trapped you can feel trapped in here sometimes especially i feel like in uh like covid contributed a lot to that not being able to go out and see your friends and everything especially i mean i watched a lot of uh jordan peterson and some other uh some other guys on youtube and some other uh podcasts and they talk about how uh covid's affecting us as a us in general as like a, a, a young adults and stuff and going into college and socializing and this is a huge part of our life and we've had this chunk where it's just been like uh, it's been removed or put on put on hold or it's been excised restricted in so many ways to where like i mean me for i, I for instance i mean I, I i 
uh, dropped out of uh, my community college when COVID hit because my mom's got uh, Crohn's disease and some other uh, health issues. So I didn't want to risk that for my mom. But uh, not being able to like do that and then not being able to go out and go drink with friends or go to the top golf or anything like that for the longest time was hard because I mean living out in living back home where all your other friends are out at uh, colleges and stuff and away it's 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 hard to socialize it's hard to be happy with yourself and find uh find your purpose and uh be able to focus on it like it's it's, it's really affected us in a way that is not happened before yeah, I think that a larger reflector of that is almost, I mean, look at look at what's happening with, like, job shortages right now and people not wanting to work. I know me, myself, personally, before all this COVID stuff, I saw work as work. You know, it was, you put up with it, you did it, it was what it was. But I think that we're going through a cultural shift where now we've seen companies can make these jobs easier and pay a little more because they are having a bigger effect. And we saw what not having those positions regularly filled almost does. And I think a lot of that was people realized that they weren't being valued as highly as they should have been. And I think that all starts with internal emotion. You know, I know I myself didn't see myself as valued as I should have been. And I know that sounds cocky, but at the same time, it, there's, there's an air of self confidence and self-assuredness that everyone should inherently have because you were created wonderfully you were created beautifully and you are able to do amazing things if you put your mind to it no matter who you are like one of the coolest things i saw today at work and i was so happy that i was the guy who ended up getting this kid he was probably no more than six or seven years old now older than that probably like eight or nine maybe ten he was able to form sentences but he had a bad stutter a very bad stutter and I know some of my coworkers who probably would have gotten kind of fed up with that, but this kid, he was just sticking it out. He knew who he was. He had that air of confidence, even though he had that very obvious, if you will, not setback, but disadvantage. He mm. was very, not aggressive, but assertive and positive mm. in a way that I just wanted to high five this kid. And I did oh. like multiple times. It was probably the weirdest interaction this kid's ever had, but I was... As a detached person, very proud to see something that I don't think our generation even reflects very well in someone a lot younger than us. And that was a really cool experience from almost an outside perspective. Um, and I think it ties back to what both of y'all are saying about how, you know, not just COVID, but getting your shit together, writing it down, staying on top of stuff, having that positive air about you, being on top of yourself, if that makes sense, making sure that you're doing what's best for you. It not just changes the outlook of where you're heading but how you act in the present you know and i think that's really cool to kind of see i mean i've seen it with you riley absolutely you know man um not in any negative sense but like you have just when you were doing your bullet journal that was so cool that was so inspiring i mean riley's the whole reason you can kind of see it right here riley's the whole reason i write stuff down on a calendar anymore Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't doing that, but he got me back on it. And I went out and now, bought like one. Like he was saying, yeah, I'm on top yeah. of my stuff now because yeah. of it. I, I don't old... stress about school anymore because of it. Yeah. Yeah. I found an old one of on my uh, my dad's, an old leatherback uh, day timer, and I was like, you know what, this is this is cool as shit. I was like, it's got all these like different like sections in it. Breaks it down by uh, not only by like it, it's got the year, it's got the month, it's got the week, and then it's got days. 
It's got, like, section for you to make make notes on days, so it breaks it down so, like, precisely to where, like, hey, if I've got something coming up, like, in that day, I can, like, write down what time or whatever, but if it's just, like, hey, Josh's birthday, I can write that down in the month, and it's, like, right there, right in front of me, you know? Because, I mean, yeah. I've had a couple planners, and they're just, they're difficult, some of them are difficult to use, but, like, I gotta recommend that daytime. Well, not sponsored, but, like, daytime or something. <laughs> yeah. Hit me up. Yeah, dude. I've literally got like now. So I started out just using a planner last year. Apologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I started out using a planner, and it was like it worked well. But mm-hmm. once I, I'm, I'm, this is literally the bullet journal that Josh is talking about. Oh yeah. Like I'm telling you, now I've got fucking like June. I messed up. Mm. Didn't write anything past. I didn't write in June at all. Actually, I just wrote in July. Jeez. And then August hit, and I was like, screw it. I got to write every single day. That looks so and good. <laughs> it freaking, like, I'm, I wrote every day, and that's when I realized, I was like, holy shit, I stayed consistent for a month on mm-hmm. something other than video games. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, th- I mean, that changed the game. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a little planner. So, like, get a day timer, I'd say, because, I mean, this shit's small. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you can't write a lot in here, here, but it's good for, like, due dates for, like, school. Like, if I need to know when a test is, oh wait, what is it? Glance. Just at a glance. Calendar there. Calendar there. Now I've got a journal that I, I write every day in. I've got I, the like, same one. I've got the I've got the same one. I've got the same one. I used to use that as my uh. I no, I do use that. That's my uh, journal for church. That's what I write in hell when yeah. I take notes. I love that. Or yep. not hell yeah. So. Guys, I think we <laughs> we're getting old because we're getting really fucking excited about daytime planners. Dude, do, do you want to see mine? Planners. Do you want to see mine? <laughs> It's leather. No, it's leather. Like yes, there you go. Yeah. It's beautiful. Love it. Love Not it. That fucking. It's my I mic stand too. A checkbook. Ooh. Like, I want to start my checks. Dude, yeah, well, no, not <laughs> like like to like to log my uh, ledger, so to speak. Uh, log my uh, log my transactions, deposits, withdrawals. But not only that, now I use Excel. I, I started this earlier this year, but I use Excel. Mm-hmm. Where I plan out my uh, like plan out my entire day mm-hmm. and block it in thirty minute increments, and like I started out just doing it day by day. Now, I, like last week, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna plan out my entire week next week." Yep. I am on top of everything now. Now that I have a morning routine, it's wake up at six thirty. Medit- I as soon as I wake up, if I grab my phone, I go straight to YouTube, go to Stoicism or Morning Positivity. Because then as soon as I start having those thoughts coming into my brain, mm-hmm. I start having that way better mindset about my day versus, oh, let me snooze. And then, oh, shit, I snoozed. Or looking at Snapchat. Like, I, I it, it probably sounds like overkill, but, like, I'll delete Snapchat, uh, like, probably around, like, 9 p.m. And then I'll reinstall it at 12 at noon the next day, unless I snooze. If I snooze, I punish myself and install it at 8 p.m. And it like literally, I've, that's what I did today. Well, I snoozed literally. I snoozed only thirty minutes into seven o'clock. But fuck it, man, it works. And I know that some people can live their days not having to do that. Mm-hmm. For me, it works, mm-hmm. and I am in love with this method. Yeah. And I I can't wait to find more and more ways to organize my life. It's it's delicious. Like I'll I'll write thirty day goals on Google Docs, ninety day goals, and uh, seven day goals. Yeah. 
and you know i try not to overload it because that's one big issue is if you start stacking goals upon goals upon goals it's going to start to look like a lie yep. you're not yep. going to overwhelm yourself you need to prioritize exactly. you need to prioritize yep. but when i lived my life with none of this written down it was all in my head but so loose and i would always forget what i needed to do it's like oh i need to get my car inspected today something as simple as that I would forget about it because I would be preoccupied with the next thing that I have to do. That's as humans. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's, you know, and, you know, this is me talking out of my ass through hypotheses. No theories, obviously. I don't have any established proofs. I'm not a P. I don't have a PhD in psychology, but I've talked about this with ADHD and not just ADHD, but just the way that we lose track of focus. I feel like with the way that creatures are, Mm -hmm. um, There's a quote from Marcus Aurelius. Um, I'm going to pull it up so I don't butcher it. Who's Marcus Aurelius? Marcus Aurelius is the last and fifth great emperor, the last great emperor of Rome. He's the fifth one, like the fifth greats, Mm -hmm. one of the greats. And he was a stoic. And um, he had to deal with like the plague. Uh, He had to deal with uh, wars in Rome. And the, the thing is, is that this entire time, Marcus could have given up. Yeah, he wrote in his he wrote a uh, in his journal to himself called "To Me," and it was just his thoughts, and he wrote them out. He would meditate on them, all this jazz. And that book he wanted burned at the end of his life by whoever was you know found his had his belongings and were t- was taking care of it. But the people that were looking his belongings after his die after he died looked into this book called "To Me" and realized holy shit, this has a plethora of knowledge and how to literally live life to your greatest potential. That book is called Meditations. I'm telling you, great stuff. But one of the quotes he has is, at dawn, when you have trouble getting out of bed, tell yourself, I have to go to work as a human being. What do I have to complain of if I'm going to do what I was born for? The things I was brought into the world to do? Or is this what I was created for? To huddle under the blankets and stay warm? And he goes on to say, you know, have a little talk with himself saying, but it's nicer here. So you were born to feel nice instead of doing things and experiencing them? Don't you see the plants, the birds, the ants, and spiders, and bees going about their individual tasks, putting the world in order as they best can? And you're not willing to do your job as a human being? Why aren't you running to do what your nature demands? As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh my, like, holy shit, he's right. I mean, think about it. These, these animals perform these tasks just through their nature. Yet us, we have all these tasks in our mind, yet whether it's the human condition, uh, whatever else, for some reason, we have trouble with doing our tasks. But that's also because we have the option and free will to say no. But Mm -hmm. there are a lot of things we can say no to, like using my phone right before I'm going to sleep, watching videos, Mm -hmm. and then realizing it's two hours later than I was supposed to sleep. Josh and I spending like six hours on Forza till 3 a.m. when I have work at 5. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> oh. 
but you know, um, stuff like that mm-hmm. stuff like that and you know I, once again i may sound preachy but i i don't care i'm glad i, I hope i hope i sound preachy because that's the point yeah. i'm trying to trying to relate this message to people because yeah. it's it's literally about it's not about being selfish it's about focusing on yourself mm-hmm. having that perspective to say where where am i and where am i supposed to be exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's you know like i think that's yeah. important yeah. i think that's something that none of us have mastered and that everyone needs to work on yeah i don't think it's something anyone will ever master and i think that's the beauty of it Mm-hmm. is the constant improvement as long as you put in the time the effort the dedication the work the mindset man it's all about the mindset is mm-hmm. what do you want to do what are you going to do i like mm-hmm. that a lot similar to, similarly to that uh not not a not a roman quote or not i mean not marcus aurelius but Socrates, socrates 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 uh, socrates socrates Thank you. But a Greek philosopher, he says, uh, one of my favorite quotes from him that recent that I've uh, struck me, uh, it is a disgrace to grow old through sheer carelessness before seeing what a manner of a man you may become by developing your bodily strength and beauty to their highest limit. And I think that that, uh, relates in like, we were talking about, um, what was the word? I just had it. Self, like self-discipline, you know, I mean, uh, that kind of thing, taking care of yourself, doing, doing the things you need to do in the day. And part of that for me was, I mean, I saw that in a meme, right? I was just scrolling on the app that nobody needs to talk about, right? You know, the one that won't be named, but, uh, scrolling through that, saw that and I was like, I didn't hit the gym. Hadn't been in the gym for who knows how long had been i had been suffering some injuries from back in high school broke my arm a couple times had a couple reconstruction surgeries and struggled with that for a little bit but uh finally got my shit in gear got into the gym off a of meme i mean i was jeez <laughs> <laughs> man but it's just like it's the thing about going to the gym and, and working out and all that it's helped me in those other areas of my life it's helped me get to want to be organized to want to uh, to be more efficient with what I do, and make my time worthwhile. And well, I think a, hmm? oh, sorry, I didn't. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I think I think a large part of that is, and and piggybacking off of what you were saying, mm-hmm. working out is something that's very natural to us as humans. We like to be active. We like to not push ourselves, but exhaust ourselves in something where we are putting our all into something. We like that feeling. It's a rewarding feeling to be sore. It sucks, but you're like, yeah. I push mm-hmm. myself to that limit. You feel yourself getting yeah. better. And I think that it sets up, you know, they say mind before body, but it's almost, it, they're one and the same. They're all in a line. Yep. Mm. You know, getting your body prepared so your mind can function at its fullest. Because your mind can't function at it. It's part of your body in the end. And if you're not if you're not living that healthy lifestyle, and it's not necessarily about just working out. It's about pushing yourself in whatever you're doing. But in the, in the sense of you're, you're working out, it, something that envelops so much more and i think it just nurtures and fosters that mindset of i'm going to get better mm-hmm. i'm going to push myself i'm going to improve and not only that i'm going to finish you know that's a large part of working out and that that, that spreads and infects every area i feel, I feel like personally has spread and infected every area of my life whether it's 
I mean, I know sometimes when I, I be cleaning pools and I might, I might slack a little bit. I might not vacuum the bottom of the pool all the way or might not check all the baskets or do all that. But now it's like, do it right. Finish. Get it done. Mm. Get it yes. done. Right. Right. Yeah. Doesn't matter how long it takes. Yeah. What matters is the job's done. You know. <laughs> yes. Get it done. Get it done right. Because if you do it <laughs> so half ass, you don't gotta worry about it. Yeah. If you do That's do it half ass, you're either gonna hurt yourself or you're gonna have to go back and do it again. You know. You're, you're not gonna get. Mm. You're not gonna get Wasting the benefits. Your own time. And what you, that, you you could either hurt yourself. Say like if you're in the gym, you, you're doing the wrong form. Like you could break your back. I mean, you could you could. Fair. You're doing squats. I don't know. Maybe some somehow you could tear your ACL or. Like if you're in work oh, and you're yeah. slack, yeah, you're slacking off. I mean, your boss is gonna get on your on your booty hole. You know, he's gonna be like, "Hey, Let's what go. you doing? Let's go! Come on, you're slacking." But. Dude, I'm glad you said that because Colin and I were talking about this on Monday, mm-hmm. and um, it was if you go a hundred percent, you're fulfilling what you needed to do. That's great that's awesome you did it but if you go 105 percent, that extra five percent will become your new hundred percent yep so 105 like i love that if you constantly increase like you like you were saying josh you we will never be perfect we will never be masters of bettering ourselves and that's what's beautiful is that mm-hmm. we have to constantly work every day every day is your life mm-hmm. think about it fucking marcus aurelius again memento mori remember that you will die yeah yeah you could die i could die i could have a fucking aneurysm right now oh well it didn't happen so every point from here on out is a gift yeah. every day from here on out is a gift to me yeah. so take it mm-hmm. exactly take it use that gift to your best ability mm-hmm. use that gift to better your body and see your body at the best capability you can I, I love that quote too, by the, Reese. By the way, yeah. I I, I freaking it's such a good point yeah, though. Like, it is. It is. Why not? Yeah. Like it's so. And don't get me wrong. As someone who has never been physically strong in my life, mm-hmm. I did, actually, don't get me wrong. I haven't either. I mean, when I was when I was a kid, I was a stick twig. I mean, I weighed what hundreds. I was six foot two and a half, hundred sixty, hundred fifty five pounds. Yeah, hundred fifty five pounds as a senior, hundred sixty five pounds. Like it was, I was a twig. So yeah, I, I can, I feel you. Yeah, yeah. And I, going from that to starting to work on your muscles, seeing like seeing development occur, it's insane. Mm-hmm. I, I can't help but look in the mirror and not be happy for the proud. way that I'm living. Yeah. I can't help you feel proud. Exactly. And that pride drives you to do more. Exactly. Exactly. And when you're saying like with working out earlier today, I was studying the library. The one, the one thought that came to my mind when I like, I was starting to get restless. You know, I've been sitting a while. I was like, damn, man, I could go for a run. I haven't run in months, by the way. I've only been doing body weight workouts for, you know, for a bit. Now, even though I've only been only been doing that, my brain kicked into will be active now. Start being active instead of man. I wish I could take a nap. Don't get me wrong. I also wanted to take a nap, but as soon as I came into the thought of running, that was way more appealing to me because it was also four or three p.m. No way in hell was I going to take a nap at the library. I had more chance. I had a higher chance to run than take a nap and be efficient for the rest of my day. Yep. Don't get me wrong. Naps are great. I Military naps. Never 10 to 15 minutes. Can't go wrong with a good nap. 
Can't, just but don't I'm fall not. into that rim. <laughs> no, don't fall into that rhythm. Because that think that that's the thing with life is it's habits. Every time you look at your phone, where's your muscle memory go to? Snapchat. I know it's the same, same. for you. That's the reason why you deleted it. Because that's that's my that or Twitter for me. Because if I'm bored, I'm just going through the Twitter timeline, just seeing what's up. Never, yeah. never I, been a Twitter user. Can't don't. Relate. Don't but do it. I don't do deleted it. it a year ago and <laughs> made Instagram my new Twitter. And Can't. because that happened, I deleted Instagram. Now I literally oh. use Instagram on my PC. Oh. I, it, I, I only use it if someone wants – if I check it like every two or three days or if someone tells me to check. And it's – I fucking – it's amazing. I don't – like I – I'm sorry for not, you know, seeing my friend's posts and stuff. No, yeah, most, yeah. most of y'all don't even post I that don't, often, I, so it's like good. My last post besides the Colorado trip was last Colorado trip, which was like over a year ago. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yeah. like I – don't get me wrong. Social media is important. I think that you should have a social media presence, especially for the world that we're living in and we're going to live in. That's so important because it's turning into a tool. Yeah. Exactly, and it's so, it's turning into a not so, I, I, kind yeah, of a but tool, but like it's hammer around it's, with you everywhere. Well, no, that's why I'm not. Uh, that's why I'm going to say no. it's kind of not like a tool. It's more of so just a second representation of yourself. It is. It is mm. you in the online world. It's so it's like, like you're. you're, you're international resume open to the public yeah pretty much I resume mean, of your life however yeah. you want to present it yeah whatever you want to call it same same sort of difference it's like a so, scrapbook yeah a scrapbook yeah. yeah it's a modern day Fair, scrapbook yeah. i think what's gonna be really cool is all we're, we're the first generation that's grown up from like start through finish as far as like hopefully <laughs> with uh social media and the internet and all this stuff and i think it's gonna be real interesting to see our generation is going to be the first one that really goes through where it's like, wow, we can literally follow this whole person's life beginning to end on this profile at like, Oh, what are, what are autobiographies going to turn into? Is it going to be based off of this person's social media? Is it going to be based off their actual story? Is that essentially going to be how we dictate how people live their lives? Because we know now that social media is just our highlights. There's yep. very few people who are raw and real on and and even if you are raw and real it's impossible to capture the full scope of that even if mm -hmm. you're on a youtube video or something like like i was i sent a youtube link to riley about one of the first videos in a long time on youtube that i really felt a connection to and it was a creator being very raw and real about something that happened within his life and there were some quotes in there that i that i just love like one of them that just felt so real that you never really think about coming from youtube or anything like that until it happens happens was it's when we don't feel anything that we hurt the most that's a Ooh. very raw comment to come from a youtube that's comment deep. section yeah but that's almost where we're trending is this gonna be like is this our recorded history are we are you know is and in, in that case what happens when we no longer have access to the web mm. I don't know, just, you know, just some things that's been rattling around for me. That's actually a good question. And it reminds me, uh, it makes me think about how with, you know, the way that we have, we're so accessible, everyone's so accessible now. Jordan Peterson, you talked about him earlier. I've been thinking about it. I've been listening to his, his stuff a lot and and now i've started to you know dip my my feet into the stoic stoicism pool and the amount of knowledge that i can just grab from the internet is phenomenal yeah. 
And, you know, <clears throat> you have people like Epictetus, another philo Stoic philosopher who was a slave. He practiced Stoicism, but you only hear about Epictetus being one of the, you know, one of the great philosophers, one of the great Stoics. Our generation and then forward, how many great people are going to come from this with the knowledge that they can gain and use to influence their brains, their minds to be greater and influence themselves to be greater? There are a lot of people that will fall. That happens. That is life. That fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. And I say, with that, if you see someone struggling, help them if you can. Reach out to them. But if it's genuinely, if they do not accept help, they do not want your help, the best way you can help them is by stepping away. Letting them fight Some, their own I know that's, that goes for, for most of the times. Sometimes you do need to step in but, yeah. and, and use force. But that's, that's going on to several different subjects. Mm -hmm. and, well, it's just you very know, hard to gauge exactly the intricacies of other person's issues of another person's life of, of what they're going through yeah and i guess that goes into communication talking with people and you know but i think it I goes back to the age-old quote i mean everyone's fighting a battle that no one knows nothing about yeah i keep no. that i keep that's on my mind constantly you never know, know what other people are going through when i feel i feel yeah. like shit man but i'm not gonna be an asshole to other people just because i'm feeling like shit and i have to be like Fair. okay they might be feeling like shit too if they come off a little snarky or rude at some point you know who knows what they're going through they might have had a shit day just because yeah. my day is going good doesn't mean that everyone else's has to be going good you know that's mm -hmm. just not how life works life is all about being there for others directly or indirectly you know even if it's just sitting there and literally just being an option that can mean mm -hmm. a lot even if they exactly. don't use it just being that option that can be freaking huge that could be all the difference in the world to someone mm -hmm. And I think that's something that we sleep on a lot. I think it goes back to that social media, you know. We, it, yeah. It's all kind of – it's all intertwined, and that's kind of where this world is. <laughs> it so all comes back. Intertwined. Yeah, man. Yep. I mean – Hell, yeah. No. Yeah. Speak, exactly, speaking yeah. of stoicism, stoicism, the endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings. That's the definition by uh, Google. Yeah, so that that made, that reminded me uh, of a, a a quote, or not so much a quote, but more of a. Uh, I mean, it's it's a tattoo I have, Passio Bellator in Latin. It means suffering warrior, and it was a um, it's a quote from an NFA football camp that I went to back in the day when back in high school, and uh, it was it was their motto, and it really stuck with me. It's this the su the suffering warrior, the passionate warrior. Somebody who puts in all, puts in as much work as they can because you know what? The more blood, sweat, and tears you put in, the better, the better you come out in the end. And no matter what hardships, no matter what pain you go through, I mean, carry your head high, you know, and, and know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I think that's, that's a big basis of stoicism. And I've, uh, I was actually told, I ran into, uh, you remember, um, Matthew, Matthew, uh, what's his name? Okay. Diaz? Diaz, yeah. Ran in, Diaz, yes. Yeah, ran, ran into him at uh, H-E-B. Um, yeah, it was this. I think he was doing good. This was this was about six, seven months ago. Maybe nine months ago. It was a, it was a while ago. It was maybe beginning of COVID. But I uh, was checking out, and he, he just pointed, pointed me out and was like, hey, what's up? And then uh, 
said that I was so stoic. He was like, man, you seem so stoic. And I never had anybody tell me that. I never even really heard. I didn't know what stoic meant. I didn't really understand. And I looked it up and I had just, just recently gotten that tattoo. And I was like, you know what? I started looking more into it. And I was like, you know, that that's a... That's a lifestyle. That's that's something tough. You know, it's 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 a whole other thing to go about it like that. And something I've tried to to carry on me and, and wear on me and and practice throughout life. But it's hard. It's hard. It's difficult for twenty year old guy. You know. I mean, we're young, man. Life sucks at times, but there's the ups and the downs. You know. Well, I think it's those moments that suck that makes it all worthwhile. That's true. Like one of my one of my favorite things about or yeah, thing I'll say it's not a quote, but uh, the shit that you remember fondest with like a group of people is when you go through hell together. If you go through hell with a group of people, looking back on that, yeah, it's gonna be nothing but fond memories. Yep. You know, and that's that's speaking from obviously nothing too really overbearing in my life you know i've had a very very privileged life Mm -hmm. with just what i because there's around the world there's just so much worse going on but in my own small little battles you know it's it's that feeling of you know what there's other people going through this with me when i come Mm -hmm. out of this i've got i've got people who have been through this they know what i'm feeling it's it's that community that i think that we strive to achieve just in life you know that's what life is is about trying to find people that you can relate to talk to mm-hmm. go through something with because that's how we get through it is not alone it's with someone else i mean that's i think that's why that's a good probably reason why this podcast started it's a good reason why legacy is a thing that's a that's a driving factor and why when you sit next to someone for more than two weeks in a class you end up becoming friends with them i mean it's you want someone to go through something with as an individual, as a person, because not necessarily that you're going to be relying on them all the time, but it gives you that option that I was talking about earlier. Someone who can understand, who can relate, who can be there, and that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody has that, and that's tough. That's, you, you really got to treasure those relationships. I was talking to the boys, boys at the gym the other day, and we were ta- talking about girls, you know, I mean... Dating right now is hard. It's difficult. Find like, whew, it's all. I don't know. Who knows? But I was talking. I was talking to him about like you know. T- okay, back up. What I was gonna say. The, the t- I feel like there's a Tinder culture. I wanted to touch on that. That's what I was going for. There's such a Tinder culture with like hookup culture and all that kind of stuff, especially in college, and in, in, in college towns. I've noticed with like my you josh when you come when you come back stories like you tell me or when i go up there and visit you and, and witness it for myself it's 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 different it's different it's not like i mean being a, a small town kid going i mean going to a small town school and then graduating from a, a private christian high school i mean limited exposure <sighs> limited exposure that's that's one thing but it, it, culture shock is a whole nother thing and uh, I was talking to the guys, and it's like you know, getting getting out of that 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 uh, Tinder culture, that uh, hookup culture is difficult because it's just not so much getting out of it, but uh, finding like-minded people can be difficult with with how things are 
uh, with COVID and stuff. There's still restrictions. Yeah, I feel like it's that hard only to go exacerbated. out. It, and it only exacerbates it. And I was talking to uh, my good friend Aaron the other day and told him I was like, you know, you, know, you, f- you find a good girl because I mean, right now it's it's date. You go on a date with one girl, go on a date with another, or guys, for instance, for girls. I mean, it's it's one after the other. But like, as soon as you find that good guy, good girl, hold on to him because mm. it seems like it's they're getting fewer and fewer in between and i mean because you never know when that next one will come around you never you don't want to lose that one you know and right now i feel like in this culture it's very easy to possibly to completely miss that and i think jumping off that i'm sorry riley were you gonna say something no jumping off that um i feel like that hookup culture if you will is almost applied to friendships too yeah like Ooh. You know, very, very pop up friends. Surface level, yeah, pop up friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have been on the opposite end of that. Yeah, I feel like that sometimes. is very apparent. Mm-hmm. Riley, yeah. you want to speak to that some? Yeah, uh, just a little bit. Um, there was a guy that came over here um, and was here throughout. Like he was, he was really fucking close with us for the first year that we lived here in this house, and. All of a sudden, he just, especially last, like the, the the spring semester, he just disappeared, and we would never see him. And he had he had, without getting to specifics, he had stolen some stuff from me. Mm. I may have mentioned this to y'all, but um, he had stolen some stuff from me, and I, I was at that point. It's like, why? Just could have asked. ask. Literally, exactly. You could have asked. Because here's my thing. If you're a friend, if you're a friend, <laughs> no matter what you do, no matter what you do, if you're my friends, then that you you get certain privileges that other people don't. That's just that's just a given. You could treat me like shit, but you know what? You're my friend, and I know that you might have been going through some shit, and I know that I need to be there for you because I, that's what being a friend is. And if I want that mm. same treatment back, then I got to act like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. I think it goes back to that almost stoicism almost, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's being that rock for someone because when you need a rock, you need someone to be there for you. Yeah. And you know, it, the pop-up friend culture really doesn't encourage being a rock for another person. It encourages mm-hmm. being the water that's going to take the sand away and pull it off. You know, the, the, the water that's going to come up and take everything that you've collected Damn. and mm-hmm. bring it into its own pool. And mm. I don't know. I think there's a there's th- that's definitely a very broad metaphor, but at the same time, I feel like it's a very applicable one to the society that we're in today. I think it's a lot about how much you can take to try and build your own pool. But here's the thing: yep. the, the, the it, take take to put to your own pool when you could be a rock for someone else and build something a lot stronger than that water. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, if you I'm, get five or six rocks. Right. I mean, you. there's a quote by Jim Rom. Jim Ron, you are the sum, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You spend, you know, your time with five different crackheads. You're going to be the sixth one. Five different lazy people. You're going to be the sixth one. Five different millionaires. At some point, you're probably going to end up like one. the sixth one. Yeah, just like, inherently. And, and the I think what goes with that Sorry, I'm 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 big on I'm big on quotes. No, I love it. There's no. there's there's one I love. 
and it goes with how you treat other people. It's by Carl Rogers, and I have it on my phone just so I can remember it correctly. Mm-hmm. People are just as wonderful as sunsets if I can let them be. When I look at a sunset, I don't find myself saying, soften the orange a bit on the right-hand corner. I don't try to control a sunset. I watch with awe as it unfolds. I love, I love that. I love it. I Like, seeing, like talking to y'all, of course, I'm going to try to be there as much as I can. I'm going to try to better you guys as much as I can because I know you would do the same. But... I'm not going to try to change you. I'm going to be there for you and help you, but I will not change you. You will change yourself. The sun is the one thing that can change itself, I guess. I mean, maybe not the uh, <laughs> maybe not the greatest way to say that, but no, nonetheless. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea is still there. The idea is still there. And Applicable, yeah. Ratios. Oh, it's it's so important to have people that yeah. will listen to you and will talk to you, not at you, to you. Mm-hmm. There there are times where I feel like even friends that you know I am close with. Sometimes I feel like they'll talk at me, but that's also where Josh is going with like if you treat me poorly, you know, I, even if you're my f- like friend, I will understand because. Like you said, people have all of their own demons to deal with, so you know if someone treats me like shit that's a stranger, I am gonna be put off. Don't get me wrong. I will. Un- I will. I will try to remind myself that they are going through shit. But if it's a stranger versus a friend, it's a different feeling. It's hard. It's hard it's to hard. restrain yourself and keep your emotions in check. But yeah, exactly. I, I can relate to that for sure. And it's i guess with that it's it all has to go with how you are going to approach the situation because you're gonna we're all gonna meet way more assholes in our lives than we already have and it's just it's just how we're going to be able to handle the situations Mm -hmm. and sometimes you can't fix an asshole yeah you'd only fix yourself no but one of the best defenses to an asshole that i i found let him be an asshole don't be an asshole back because it's at, at a certain point, and this is, I think, true with almost all assholes. <laughs> Where are we going? Where are we um, going with this? <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is true with all people who have the personality of an asshole. Um, right. If you right. just let them be that asshole, you know, let let that sunset set, mm. they're going to realize how they're acting and the fact that you didn't retaliate, and that's going to sit with them. Because that's just how people are. If you're a dick to someone and they're nothing but amicable, amicable, sorry, they're nothing but amicable back, Mm -hmm. you're gonna feel like shit. You're gonna gonna look like shit. You're gonna look like shit shit. to the other people around you. I mean, you're gonna be like, wow, like that dude's that dude's an asshole. Yeah, but if you if you snap back and you start Mm -hmm. being an asshole back, it's just like, look at those. That's not a good look for anyone. Yeah, look look at those jerks. You know? Exactly. Yeah. It's it's yeah. about let it goes back to a lot. It's not letting them slip up. It's letting their own conscious catch up with them. Yeah. Mm, yes. I think I think that's a good way to deal with it without in, infuriating or or pushing it any farther than it needs to go. 
and I, I it goes to I was watching a video on negotiation tactics, right? And one of them was let them wear themselves out. And this is like what airline people have to do. If like say there's a disgruntled customer, you just let them vent. You let them vent because at a certain point they're gonna reach a mental point where they can't properly form their words, their ideas, their cognizant ability isn't where it used to be. And at nope. that point you're like, listen man, this is what I can do for you. I'm sorry. And that's how they approach it. And that's a very similar to approach or approach to how I feel like you could deal with those people is letting them wear themselves out to the point where they have to sit there and look at their own actions and they can't point to anything that you've done to cause that reaction that they had. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's a powerful tool and way to go about things because it, it I'm trying to find the right way to put this in the words, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It creates a better environment for everyone, just socially. Yeah, you know. Agreed. And I'll say I'll add on to that with a little personal anecdote. Um, there was someone I was talking, I, I had talked to, and you know, like I had reached out to them for help and, and such. And you know, obviously, you know, as as a friend, I wanted to be there. And you know, they kind of just cut off communication. And you know, I can tell that they're not. You know they're going through their shit in life but when it comes to i when it comes to making a better situation for all as you said and doing all that you had said i agree 100 percent. now when when does it come into play when you should confront them that's a good that's that's a good question and i think that's going to be different Per situation per person and again it's one of those things where you gotta kind of feel it out because there are some instances where you do got to get confrontational you know that that, that doesn't work because yep. people are people and uh, people are hard-headed mm-hmm. we're all hard-headed in our in our own mindsets you know it might be hard-headed in an in an inviting mindset could be hard-headed <laughs> in a discriminatory mindset but people are hard-headed you know um I don't know if I can answer that with with the definitive answer, at least at this point in my life. You know, I don't think I've had enough experienced people to say mm. when and when not to, but I feel like that's something learned through through social experience and by getting out there and meeting people, making those relationships, making those friends, making those connections mm. and seeing how to conduct yourself through life, you know? Mm. Yeah. I think that's the best possible answer, honestly. <laughs> that was. I felt like I felt like I was going through a jungle gym there, man. <laughs> no, 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 that, that was perfect. Yeah. Um, I guess I. You know what goes along with that? Um, something I've tasked myself with for this month as mm-hmm. part of my thirty-day goals is the hundred interaction challenge, mm. and that's interact with a hundred different people in person. Yeah. But you know, new people. Like, yeah. like friends, like Strangers. you guys, roommates. I'm going to interact with them frequently. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe every once in a while, every week. And already I've real I've found that I interact with people more because I've set that challenge for myself and set that goal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, I will say this. I will say this. Stop saying, stop calling them goals for yourself. Call them 
start calling them challenges. You are way more inclined to complete a challenge than you are a goal, especially if you set a system for yourself for that goal. Talking to people, that's easy. I see a stranger in public that has a nice shirt. Oh, nice shirt. You listen to that? You listen to, oh, you listen to Van Halen? Fuck yeah. Oh, hey, I love your earrings. I was thinking about getting piercings myself. Yeah, I mean, you could start so many different conversations and, you know, yeah. obviously be truthful. I Genuinely, yeah, I have been thinking about getting piercings. And Van Halen's fucking awesome. <laughs> but, uh, you know, with that being said, that's easy, you know, with, you know, talking to people and being a better person. That takes time. That will take time and practice, just like guitar will, just like running will, just like any other any other skill. Constant Speaking improvement. To is constant improvement exactly you're not going to go to the mm-hmm. mall and try to cold approach sorry for using that term because it's a very pickup artisty term mm-hmm. cold approach girls or guys and be able to talk to them incredibly well right off True. the bat maybe y'all i don't know for you guys I, but we used, to, we used it, to do that a little bit in back at lutheran we'd go to the mall and try to do that but it's not like we were ever successful (laughs) (laughs) like Like, oh you like uh urban outfitters too yo nice hair (laughs) nice hey i mean someone complimented my mustache today that's a good fucking feeling i felt great if i wasn't if i wasn't busy i would have hell i wasn't the the caterpillar if i wasn't that busy i i would have probably hell if i had better social skill Mm -hmm. or maybe just better confidence i would have probably turned around and talked to the person and like like tried to find a way to make that into a conversation but you know that goes with what i'm saying that's practice that takes practice and already i in the week and a first week and a half that i've come back to school and experienced come back to a social setting so to speak and experienced that already am i finding out that i'm able to talk to people a little better and it's nice it's so nice because you know i i hopefully i've i've lived most of my life trying to be the best i can to other people maybe mm-hmm. for other people yes but that can also be to a fault because then you'll you know you don't want to you don't want to tire yourself for other people no. so to speak tire yourself in a workman's way yeah that's different i meant tire your emotions yeah. tire your heart your soul for another person and in the wrong ways you know one day i will have a spouse i hope and i will tire over that spouse when whatever way i can and, and need to but if it's in a toxic and negative way i will not do that yep. i cannot do that to them and to myself it's a disadvantage right. on both fronts. Yeah. Exactly. I concur. Mm-hmm. I concur. People can be blind to it too. It can be. It can be hard to see it. The neg- The negatives. The getting caught up in the, in the other person. I know. I for I for one, back in when I was when I was younger, was in a similar situ- was in a situation like that to where it was just like I, but put so much of myself into it to where it affected other areas of my life to where I was. I was started slacking and started lacking in, in these other areas. I wasn't around my family anymore. I was just disappeared. I was never home, you know. I didn't 
didn't take take care of my dog didn't, didn't take him out to go like throw ball you know didn't didn't do all that stuff wasn't wasn't on top of schoolwork wasn't wasn't giving it my all in in, in sports at the time at, at certain times kind of caught on to that and was like i need to get my stuff in gear because that was that was my stuff like i didn't care about school but don't take away football i gotta gotta <laughs> gotta pass the class you know i mean but it, t- it took me it you know, I mean, it wasn't in, really until months after the relationship to where I, I really realized the where I went wrong, you know? It, it seemed good in the moment, but, you know, I mean, it's, it's not healthy. It's not healthy for either. Like you said, it's, it, it's, it goes both ways. I mean, if that one person's doing it, it it's not helping that other person. You're just, you're just feeding them that, making them... Mm. Get making that a, as I said, like you said earlier, it's a habit, you know? I mean, people love their habits, and people love to, to hear that. It's not not always the healthiest thing. And, I, I think something know. that I've kept with me that kind of relates back to this, just in relationships in general, mm-hmm. that's just always present in my mind, is I'm never looking to date someone unless they're going to make my life better. Mm. I think that's, that's a big part about entering into relationships is is finding someone that they're going to make your life better you're going to make their life better it's two-way street obviously but exactly if that person isn't making your life better then why are you even considering that what's the, what's exactly. the point there is that not the point of finding that relationship finding that person to go through hell with you know right. if you will um right. finding we don't like doing shit alone. No. Yep. So why not? Why are we trying to find people that aren't pushing us to be better, who aren't pulling us to be better, who aren't forcing us to be better, yep. who aren't inherently by their presence making us better? Exactly. I, I think that's goes back to that hookup culture, man. It all ties <laughs> together. Exactly. It all ties exactly. together. Exactly. It's coming together, uh, all right? It's all coming together. Aliens are real. Aliens are real. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> we need to make that basis on the, on the fifth Oh, yeah, episode. by the way, by the way, like <laughs> three to, months into to, COVID, the government just was like, oh, yeah, by the way, hey, aliens are real. We've known about it for a while. <laughs> no, Y'all deal no, with that. Shit. And then said nothing else. So, yeah, that happened. Um, yeah, the, the files, the documents mm. they released were like The, vi- the videos? Did they, have you seen the videos? Yeah, yeah. I've they seen also the TikTok. could have very easily just been government test programs. Like... Okay, well that's not fun. That's not. They probably got shit we don't know about. This is true. That is true. Do I know they probably have cloaking? They probably have cloaking already. A hundred percent. Probably. It's too easy not to. It's It's a bunch of screens on the outside of a plane, dude. You've seen. You've seen the eight cameras. (laughs) Y'all, y'all read Harry Potter when you were little. uh, Invisibility cloak. You saw the movies. Oh yeah, I know. You know what the invisibility? Okay, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it like 2012 this like i think this like ukrainian company came out with this like reflective blanket like a, like a space blanket thing to issue out to uh to soldiers that was basically an invisibility thingy or the, the blanket uh cloak. towel cloak thing yeah yeah works the exact same it's crazy here let me see if i can pull it up but this this stuff is it, real life I swear, this this stuff will knock your Real socks off. Real life Harry Potter. Invisibility <laughs> cloak. For that, I can't type, bro. You just All right. The look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Here, I'll pull it up. I'll show. I'll show you on Discord. Ooh. 
Uh, nope, that's video. Oh gosh, my my face went away for a second. But here we go. Screen. Uh, there we go. Ooh. Oh, shit, I didn't even think about this for the for the podcast. That's pretty cool. Oh, let's see. Oh, but yeah, I got I got this here. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. Like, real life, uh, what was it? Created by B- BC-based company? I don't know. Vancouver. British, Bank- Columbia. British oh. Columbia. Yeah, no, this is crazy. You know what? I'm not going to play that. It's going to be... Ah! Ah! All right, bye. Yeah, no. That is that's that's crazy but, cool. Yeah, no, it's a Canadian company, not not Ukrainian, but like this is insane. Like we have this technology. But well, okay, that that's fake. That's that fake. Looks, yeah, that's yeah. probably fake. But dude, look at this. They they could easily put that on a plane. Easily. Not Holy difficult at all. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Like the topics, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. <laughs> it's no, it's perfect. Oh, I, I didn't. Even, I really y'all see our secrets now. Sharing, y'all saw our secrets. Sharing, uh, yeah, my bad. Uh, I okay. So I will say, uh, I know this is a different jump in conversation, but you just reminded me of the topic list. Mm-hmm. Breathing, yeah, something so simple. Uh, so in high school, I had found this breathing technique called the Wim Hof method by this Icelandic man, Wim Hof, who, you know, lost his wife and I believe his wife and his children to, um, either an accident or an illness and either way, horrible, horrible experience to have in life. And this man discovered through several different research you know several several hours of research into breathing techniques yoga meditation he developed his own method of breathing called the wim hof technique and i, I started I, it i think i know what you're talking about i i start yeah dude it's yeah fucking pull it up it's good shit uh so i started uh i tried it out in high school and it was awesome but i didn't i wasn't consistent with it all the way back to the beginning consistency and i had actually showed dylan this uh hopefully we'll have dylan on at some point on the legacy podcast i'd love to have him on me too hear that wonderful laugh again <laughs> see that beautiful smile but uh may i may i ask real quick is this the man that was able to control his breathing so much to where he was able to not eat for like six months and he was able to live off air or is this that uh, a different guy i do not know I, I do not know. I, I, that is something you would have to find out. I do not know that. Hmm. I know that he's called the Ice Man. Oh, okay, it's that guy. Okay. He yeah, he'll jump yeah. in like freezing cold temps and be fine. Mm-hmm. He runs in shorts and underwear. Like he climbs in shorts, and that's it. And like shoes. That's Where's fucking he from? amazing. Iceland. Oh, he's from. Oh, jeez. An animal. Dude, and he like he's. Du- he's, he's, done Dutch. Through he's Dutch. He's Dutch. Breathing. He's Dutch. Yeah. Apologies. And, um, so I tried this out in high school and it was really mm-hmm. cool. And recently, ever since I started doing my, you know, I started working out, it's like, fuck it. Why don't I start helping with my breathing? Because I have, a, I have a deviated septum. Maybe see, be able to see in the camera. And so this nostril on the left is a lot more clogged than the one on the right. Airflow is very, is very poor in this left nostril. Like, I wish I had a uh, tissue so I could blow my nose, but 
technically I do. So I just blew my nose. So now I'll be able to breathe, do the breathing technique. But basically what it is, is it's, you know, 30, 30 breaths deeply in, deeply out, deeply in, deeply out. You do that 30 times without stopping in between. And, you know, the first time you're going to try it, you're going to start to get, you know, a little lightheaded. But what's happening is you're oxygenating your blood and you're making it a lot more alkaline. Because mm. we have a lot of CO2 in our blood. And we're not supposed to breathe in CO2. We yeah. produce it. But since, our, for some reason, I, I, I'm assuming because it's, you know, we're not as active anymore as Homo sapiens, we don't need to breathe as heavily. Mm-hmm. And hell, when I'm sitting down, I don't need to breathe as, breathe as heavily as I am working out. When I work out, my nostrils are cleared. Mm. I can breathe so well because of the adrenaline that kicks in. Like the literal ad- adrenaline that kicks in is what allows for your you know, nasal passage to open. Mm-hmm. And when you're uh, breathing through your nose, it's actually a lot better for your body than breathing through your mouth. Because not only are you putting your tongue to the top of your, to the roof of your mouth automatically when you breathe in through your nose, you are, your nasal passage is able to clean out a lot of the bacteria that you're breathing in way mm-hmm. more than your mouth is. That's why, you know, when you're called a mouth breather, that's an insult. Because if you breathe through your mouth, you, uh, you know, you're, getting you're not able to you know accentuate your jaw as much all that jazz so with that being said after doing this method for oh fuck i think two weeks now can in in solid consistency and it every time every time i do it i always have to do in the morning first of all as part of my morning routine as I'm doing it, I always have positive affirmations that come to mind. I always think positively about life. I think about you guys. I think about all of my friends, how much I love them, how much I want to text them for how much I appreciate them. I shit you not. This happens every fucking time. And I, I like I know I don't get around to it, so that's my that's my own fault. And I should. So and I will. But nonetheless, um, other than texting y'all, you know, my love and appreciation, just the amount of love I have for myself in that moment is amazing. But is one of y'all messaging me? Hmm? Well, I was, yeah, Josh had messaged and I was messaging back. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> right. I just can't open it. So oh, you're good. You're good. But, uh, wait, let me make sure. But, yeah, I guess where I was going with that is, uh,. All right. Yeah, where I was going with that. Actually, I lost my train of thought. Hold on. Oh, my bad. Yeah, how, long, how much longer do we want to do this? We can, uh, I was going to say we should need we need to cap probably a little under two if it's the first episode. We can cut all this. but uh, No, I mean, I'm, yeah. And we can leave it in. We can cut it. Like this, this little bit right here. Yeah. Um, but I think keep it a little under two. All right, perfect. Yeah, no, I was I was gonna say I'm I'm probably I'm shooting to get off like in thirty minutes if y'all are down with that. Yeah, thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. I just need to wake up early. Yeah, class. But nonetheless, nonetheless, and I, I know you got to wake up mm-hmm. early for work. Yeah, class. So for our own days tomorrow yeah. that we got to yeah. spend. But yeah, um, I guess with that being said, um, it's eleven o'clock our time, by the way, as when we are recording this. Great day. Nice evening. Great day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, where were you going with... Where were, you want to continue that? 
Yeah, I guess I was uh, going with that is just breathing. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do. Uh, ever since I discovered that, I've I've started looking to like yoga and meditation, and now like every time I stretch or every time I work out, I have to stretch. I like, do that literally, too. My body feels like shit if I don't stretch, and there's a reason for that. You kind of gotta. Mm-hmm. You gotta stretch out your muscles. Or you're gonna hurt the blood flow to them. I was able to exactly. I was able to reach over my feet today and touch my heels, and I like was I, I was so excited. I was so excited. Yo, I was like, I've never been able to do that. <laughs> no, but I fuck you. Yeah. But like you said, I've been stretching like every time before I go to the workout. Oh, cheers to that. Yeah, no, but every time before I hit the gym, I'll, I'll stretch. I'll do all these other stuff. Nobody else is in there stretching before they work out. I look like a I look like a doofus, but it don't matter. You know, I mean, it don't matter. I'm doing me. Better I'm doing yourself. me. All right, but and now I can touch my heels from around my toes. Exactly. So, yeah. Who can who can say that for themselves? Yeah. I can't. Yeah. When you can do that, when you can do that. All right, talk to me then. Right. <laughs> talk to me. Then. Talk to me then. Yeah, but along with the research, um, I came across the Navy SEAL breathing technique. Yeah. And that's four four seconds in, seven second hold, eight seconds slowly out. Are you talking about the the, the Navy SEAL like uh, sleeping breathing, like to fall asleep breathing technique? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And not only like I I had always thought it was for falling asleep because that's the reason why yeah. I did it was because you know I had trouble falling asleep mm-hmm. and so I I had found that it really but helps you calm down, just kind of like get into a stable mindset. Yeah. Anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, I it's crazy for some reason I ran to the bu- when I was running to the bus to catch it. Yeah. I got there when I got on the bus. I guess I had like. I my stomach was upset in mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form, and I started feeling like pretty damn nauseous, yeah. and I started getting a little dizzy, and like this isn't even me being out of shape. This is I I would be honest if it was me being out of shape, but genuinely it was like a fucking thirty second run <laughs> jog to the fucking bus. No. So first thing I was the first thing I tried was the breathing thing, and immediately within three sets of that. So what, four, seven, eight, that's what, 15, 19, 19 times three, so it's like 50-something, mm-hmm. I think, 40-something, that's the math wrong on that, yeah, 19 times three is like 48, oh no, that's so wrong, hold on. It's, it's 57. 57, okay, I was right the first time, yeah. shit, never mind, <laughs> I'm doubting myself, anyway, it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter, and nonetheless, doesn't matter, three sets of that, I, uh, um, you know, I, I immediately felt completely fine i felt great actually mm-hmm. and now every time i'm on the bus i do the breathing as soon as i get on i do the breathing t- thing for like five sets maybe six open my eyes i feel rejuvenated and i'm i'm energized and that's that's what i was saying is it's not only for nighttime navy seals also use it before like combat to reduce their anxiety yeah. and this is this kind of goes into my theory with or my hypothesis sorry i'm gonna make sure it's not that <laughs> but like i feel like high anxiety i i've written i've written this down just so i don't forget high anxiety might correlate a bit with how we are such shitty breathers now i we don't take proper breaths and usually we have short shallow breathing especially when we don't notice like tomorrow at any point if this comes back to y'all's thoughts catch yourself when you're breathing at some point you'll be like oh i was kind of breathing shallowly i, I still do it today because that's just us humans but 
you know, whenever I'm really stressed and I take deep rests, such as that four seven eight method. So Wim Hof it works even better, but for I can't really do the Wim Hof on a bus going. <laughs> People think I'm fucking you, crazy. You'd, you'd look like a, a figure. Oh, <laughs> speaking of figures, I got something for you in a second. But continue. Well, fuck. Um, I guess the top to really top that off is just it puts me in a way calmer state of mind and there's a term for it i can't remember the name and it goes both ways and there was something that josh had mentioned earlier about the body and the mind with working out you can affect your body with a placebo effect like okay if i feel you know i can tell myself if i you know feel great i feel better i i can i can do this i'm more energized you'll usually find yourself having more energy confidence too you know in confidence exactly when you're working out like josh was saying it's going to help your mind a lot more Mm -hmm. you're physically better so your mind's going to be a lot better it goes both ways it goes both ways and so not only taking care of your body with breathing and and working out and meditation well i guess uh, that's that's not your body just your body working on your mind meditation reading Mm -hmm simply going on a walk walks walking is not a lot of exercise it's great for you don't get me wrong but it's so good for the mind too yep yep you're in a different environment you're not around your computer desk where you're used to distractions you're walking mm-hmm. but you're saying a uh, a figure oh yeah so a figure so something that, you, that reminded me of something completely different totally not anywhere near as deep or intellectually thought but i want to ask y'all a question i saw this thing on snapchat a while back where i think it's the university of mizzou uh, has this guy in their um uh, courtyard right and the hacky sack man right so and he, he's been there for like 20 years or whatever and he just plays hacky sack in the courtyard every day no matter what rain shine whatever and I was at I was at Texas State University today for my sister's unofficial uh, first unofficial visit for the women's basketball team there. Go Abby! Shout go, out Abby! Go, go, shout out Let's Abby! Go. Uh, Let's best go. little sister in the world. Sorry, Maybe. sorry, Josh, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you mean sorry, Maya? I love you, Maya. Maya. <laughs> love you, Maya. You're great, great Josh's little sister, but my sister's cooler. Um, yeah, so we were there. We were doing the tour, right? And we're walking around, and we're do see all the the courtyards and stuff. And I, I look out the window. We're in the we're in the gym. Then we're looking over like the the San Marcos River, right? And runs right through campus. Hmm. I see this like sixty five year old man, stark like bleach blonde hair, right down to like shoulder length, black running shorts, cheeks basically hanging out, middle of the park. <laughs> Jumping up and down, hands up into the sky, like chanting, doing all sorts of stuff, doing jumping jack looking things and all this other stuff. I'm standing there staring at him like, who is this man? And what is he doing? And I was like, this this guy's crazy. And I I nudge over the, uh, we're standing there with the the associate head coach and one of the assistant coaches. And I'm like. Uh, who who's who's that? Is that is that is that somebody uh, frequent here? And they're like, yeah, that's Sun God. So apparently, this man's been going to the same park for like 20, 30, 20, 20 years now, and just 
goes worships the sun uh dances around chants and just yeah but i, I yeah. also learned he had a uh there, there was an altercation between him and a man named frisbee dan too back in 2012 <laughs> yeah, yeah this is all Not frisbee this, dan. this is all a true story you can go look it up all right this is can't make this up can't make this up right so frisbee dan has been there he's an, he's an alum, alumni from texas state right and he goes there and plays. He's, he's just like a uh, sun god, right? Plays frisbee there all the time. Throws frisbee since he's been in his twenties, right? Dude's an old man, right? He's all wrinkly, all tan. You know, you know the the fit. But uh, right. apparently, they were he was throwing frisbee one day, and one time it landed a little too close to sun god, right? And he didn't like that. And he's just like, you know who I am. And then they I don't, puff up. They get all like like frizzy and all that, and uh, getting a little altercation. Uh, next thing you know, Sun God's banned from Texas State for six months. Yeah, no, got removed, but he was back. Yeah, the whole whole <laughs> article and uh, I was reading the the I think it's the San Marcos Tribune or something like that. I was reading the whole thing. It's very interesting, and I was wondering, do, y'all both go to different different colleges. I was wondering if there's anybody like that up at uh, maybe Texas Tech or maybe any anybody like that out in A and M, in Aggie Land. Or any similar stories like that, because that that cracked me up today. That was that was something else. Oh, but I nothing as wild as that. I'd say yeah. maybe like Josh. I feel like has the same on his campus with like the preachers that not like mm. the, the not the good preachers, those that go like. Uh, <laughs> fucking, there's a term for I don't even. There's a term know, for like you're a sinner for being yeah. funny. It's like I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we do have some local local uh, local crazies. We've got I, they've oh. got names. I, I oh yeah, I yes, remember his okay. name. But there's one okay. guy who's who's dancing, and he's always he's always around campus, right? But he just floats around Lubbock. He dances. Uh, there's another kid. He's actually got a really good voice. He's been there since my freshman year. I think I haven't seen him this year actually, but he was actually yes I have. He walks around and he's got his headphones on right, and he just belts. He just sings at the top of his lungs. He just walks around, dances, spins, does his own thing, going from class to class. But the kid can sing, man. Yeah. Right the on. The kid can Fuck sing. Yeah. Everyone knows who Hell that yeah. is. Everyone knows who the, the the guy who dances all around campus is and does his own shit. Um, we got like. Guys like that, but Lovick yeah. is uh, low key known as, as having some crackheads. Yeah, in there. I did notice yeah. that. I did see a couple crackheads when I was up there last time. But um, it's funny. It's funny. It's part of the culture, I'd say, at this point. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. When we when we went up to Colorado at like three in the morning, oh, that gas station, Lord. that guy just yelling in the parking lot. That's Fucking, a normal occurrence. Like, Probably I, not with him, but like. like normal occurrence of just people doing shit like that around here yeah lubby's got a really bad issue with with homeless populations mm. and drugs and it's i think kind of slept on a lot of people don't really realize it unless mm. you come to lubbock and you actually see it mm. but it's a it's a decently bad problem um, mm. but it's something you kind of get through you know it is what it is um Hopefully, as it becomes more of a city than it already is, it'll uh, maybe there'll be more like some uh, movements to kind of help them out. Is there Hopefully, any, man. Is there any more city to be made out in Lubbock? It's kind of 
Also very true. Nothing out there. Yeah. Very, I'd say, very, very yeah. true. I feel like the I the boom like... the Lubbock boom is long past. That was that's well that was way before our day, I feel like. That, I feel see, like that's where I think it's gonna happen. Fiber. I think it's going. I think there will be another boom, but that's when there's gonna be a large, like a, because we already have a lot of people coming into Texas. True, true. Texas is a big ass state, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, the biggest, the biggest states have the smallest populations, except for Texas. Texas just happens to be one of those special ones. Like mm-hmm. when you go to Montana, you don't see cities everywhere yep. for a reason. Yep. It's spread out. But with I think with Lubbock, especially because I think my bio dad was even talking about it. Like it was, it's like it's a big like it, people talk about it in Miami. People talk about Lubbock and Miami. I didn't know that. That's something. I didn't think about like that with tech. Yeah, what? Josh. Like, you know, I was gonna yeah, say exactly. I was gonna say if there's anything that makes Lubbock a town or anything that gives it any life, it is gonna be Texas Tech because I I've been I've, well not just tech but technology. Oh, um, okay, yeah, okay. Go on, go on. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go back in the tech technology. I was gonna. That's, I was bouncing off of that. But that's all I had. Oh, okay. No, okay. you go. I, I want to hear what you said. I mean, tech. I, so I mean, the fact that that's a big university. I, I've I've visited quite a few. I'm not in university right now. I'm not in college right now. But I do get the the wonderful privilege to get to go visit my friends at all their different colleges. I've been to a bunch of them around Texas, and uh, I gotta say, te- tech parties are like. They're they're pretty they're pretty fun they're pretty fun Not, nothing against y'all's Halloween party last last year at A and M I I want to be invited again please Danny don't not invite me I want to come it's a great time but but maybe maybe a little down because of our na- a new neighbor but oh uh, okay for, uh, well but I but yeah no Lubbock is for for college students it's it's a good time it's a good time good place nice little okay. town yeah i did live out in west texas too so i'm not so much when i was growing up so i'm not too uh i don't know opposed to the landscape out there i kind of like it you know uh, yeah. i i'd say with um in college station there is one distinct person i can remember that has like that like a mystical aesthetic to them so to speak or to them, yeah yeah, aura, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's this lady who is completely covered in white towels. White. Like she dresses in like bath white towels. Towels, bath towels, yeah. Okay. And like bath towels, and as well as like, like kind of like draperies in a way. Okay. And like you know, I mean sheets and, and stuff like that. Sheets, yeah, exactly. Cloth. She and has clothes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's all white. Okay. And she has a shopping cart full of white towels as well and she's the towel lady and it's she is also sometimes hmm. accompanied by some guy i forgot his nickname but he has like he he has a bible and he preaches but she he he only company accompanies her like on a rare occasion mm-hmm. and he does his own thing um but i've seen her quite a few times throughout you know the the two years that i've gone to the school and it's it's interesting cause mm-hmm. like I, I always just wonder, like, what is going, like, what, what is going what? on inside their heads? Inside their head. <laughs> yeah, exactly, fucking inside out, like literally. And you know, that's I'm not saying that in any bad way. Yeah. I mean, genuinely, I honestly, am yeah, so I'm like very interesting, like Sun God. Like the, my first reaction was, what is this man? 
what is he doing and and what is his process and why did how how did he come about choosing to do spend his afternoon doing that right i want to know right. i want to know i genuinely want to know i mean i might have been staring it might have might have seemed like i, I was make poking fun but like honestly is curiosity was the seed of it and curiosity is is powerful that's in both positive and negative yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. It can, it can be, po- it can infect positive and negative connotations to any situation. Connotation is probably not the right word, but you get the point. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But. Because there's, sorry. Connotation, yeah, yeah, yeah. Denotation is mm-hmm. like the literal like, dictionary definition and connotation. Yeah. It's, it's also like denotation could be your own denotation of that word. True. That, that, that whatever subject we're talking about. You know, that's mm. English. You gotta love it. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> gotta love it, man. Mm. Oh. Shit's delicious. Oh, I eat delicious. That shit up. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Been speaking it for, what, 20, 20 years now, and I still can't get it right? Yeah. It's about everybody. I feel like. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I was going to say earlier in the podcast, I tripped over my own words. So <laughs> <laughs> We're chilling. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh. Yeah. No. Man, so. Whew. It's been a year. It's been over a year since that last last episode. It's crazy how fast I think time things, flies. Things have changed within the podcast, man. I mean, yeah. obviously we're we're getting closer to the end of this one now. But even looking at the format that this one, not necessarily the format, but the way we chose to go about the discussion here. Mm-hmm. Like I know earlier, if if you're watching the video, you could see that we had this topic list. We haven't. Yeah touched on a damn thing and i feel like this has been probably one of the most productive podcasts we've had in a while and i'm completely fine with that because of the way we've decided to to go about it and the way Mm -hmm. we're hosting these discussions and i think it's gonna be really cool to see how we end up growing because now we've got more of a drive or a fire under us to Mm -hmm. get more of these guys from legacy on here get more perspectives on here for y'all and really start exploring our lives and hope that you know one of y'all make a connection or pull something from it you know obviously we are everyone's still learning we're still learning we're still maturing but maybe our fuck-ups and and our learned lessons can be something that we can almost put out there for whoever even if it is just one of our own friends you know Um, but i think that that this has been a good almost groundwork episode because we're kind of we're laying out what we want it to be, how how we we want to treat people, and I feel like how it, this leg this podcast wants to reflect how how we as a group like to act. You know, I think it does a good job of reflecting us, and hopefully, it's only going to continue to grow as we get more and more people on here. And yeah. I think that's going to be a very very cool thing. And I know what at some point we want to do. Uh, an in-person one with like um, a big round table yeah the round table yeah. round table discussion <laughs> so some, something to look forward to i know mm-hmm. that's gonna be pretty that's, that's like gonna be like a four hour oh episode. that's it's that's it's, it's be gotta be an extended episode it's for the patreon right it's for the patreon <laughs> yeah. so speaking of that actually oh yeah speaking of that shout out to kinley mm, because yeah. she subscribed to this kinley Edder, to be specific mm-hmm. yeah she subscribed to this like anchor the thing i mm-hmm. release this on um and it's like a dollar a month but like we have like six six dollars and 69 cents nice nice now, <laughs> nice and like 
I, I hope she stopped because we weren't producing any more content. <laughs> like, Kinley, I, I, but Kinley, you if, if you're out there, we're like back. Listening to our rambles and rants. <laughs> Thank you. I and supporting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't do do not feel inclined to subscribe again i'm just saying thank you and we will produce more shit for you to listen to freely yeah this is for this is for you kinley all right (laughs) this this episode goes out to you hopefully you like the video aspect we're throwing in yes i'm actually really excited about this this Mm -hmm. makes me very happy this will be the first time that any of y'all who don't know us personally are able to see our faces Yep. I don't yep. think we've got anyone who doesn't know us personally that listens to this yet, though. <laughs> There's one person from Singapore who is. Hey! Hey! Singapore. Let's go, baby. Oh. <laughs> oh, crazy. Jeez. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, 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 the world. It's such a small world, you know? I mean, oh, Singapore, really. Hey. Hey, there's this there's this theory. I, I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but if not, six six string like the six string six degrees of separation. Six points of sorry. Six degrees of separation. Yes, exactly. Six degrees of separation. Everyone so, knows everyone within six points of contact. Yep, I can meet Henry Cavill mm-hmm. or Henry Cavill within six people. I truly do believe that. No, nope. I truly do believe that. I have mean, i tried no no <laughs> we're, we're blessed I, and- I should fuck it why not <laughs> i mean who knows you never know that's that's the, i mean that goes with the hunter inter- hundred interaction challenge really mm-hmm. talk to people yeah. if you if you if we can leave leave this pod leave you with something at the end of this podcast at least go with this talk to more people listen to more people listen anytime you're talking to someone fucking don't look at your fucking phone sorry that's not to call any of y'all that like that is that is for myself that is for anyone Mm -hmm. put this little piece of shit in your pocket and don't touch it till you're done with the conversation unless that phone can attribute to that conversation such as you looking something up or whatever Mm -hmm. and that that's just one little aspect of it but listen to people hear what they have to say ask them questions about what they're saying don't just talk to people so you can talk about yourself talk to people so you can talk about them because that makes the conversation so much better in my opinion i've had way better conversations living my life that way than i would have if i were to talk about myself all the time thankfully enough i can be selfish and talk about myself (laughs) on the podcast so i'm very happy about that Mm -hmm. or when i'm with the boys and we have plenty of time to talk but when it comes to strangers i honestly find strangers way more interesting than i find myself don't get me wrong i hold myself at a very high praise because i fucking love myself <laughs> there's no way to not there's no you way best. to live your life to the fullest without loving yourself but also be interested in other people god damn there is still stuff that josh has yet to tell me that i know would blow my fucking mind there is so much there's so much that i haven't talked to reese about that I would blow my mind. I only say that because I've talked to Josh way longer and for way more mm-hmm. than I have talked to Reese. But nonetheless, nonetheless, the talks that we have had have been just mind blowing. To find to, like we said, I mean, we knew we knew each other back in the day, back when uh, in middle school or high school, but we we never really connected. And to be able, like, we wouldn't have like 
had I not had Josh not got me into Legacy, had Josh not helped me out with that and put my foot and helped me get my foot in the door with, with y'all, mm-hmm. you and I never would have became nearly as close. Like I don't think we'd ever would have talked again. To be honest, I mean, apart from maybe uh, just interacting on social media, liking each other's posts, maybe. I mean, and I would have missed out on so much. I mean, you're a great guy, great friend, you're good. You, you got some, you got some good stuff up here, all right? You got some good stuff, and I can't wait to unpack that. I can't wait to uh, dive deeper and get more into these episodes and talk more about it and even even in our own personal life like you and me one-on-one can't wait to do that like it, it, it all comes back to just hey meeting new people talking to people i mean people aren't so scary i mean everybody you gotta realize everybody else is as scared as you are if you are scared <laughs> everybody else is going everybody else is doing this for the first time this is everybody's first time you know i mean yeah. uh, you think about like when growing up, like your parents, like oh, why do my parents do that? Like oh, my parents are just so. Eh. Well, you know what? That's their first time doing that too. I mean, it's like <laughs> just come to an understanding of where people are coming from, and just that nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. Like maybe Elon Musk does, but that <laughs> maybe he does, but nobody else knows what they're doing. I mean, look at our president; he doesn't know. Like <laughs> I don't know. I won't get into that, but um, that was mm, that was a topic we could talk about, but that could go on for hours about that, so we might save that for another time. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, th- I think the I think Riley hit the nail on the on the head with the hammer on on where to leave this episode at, where this podcast is, and where to continue on from from here. You know, really conversation. No. no. It's what started legacy. It's what started this. It's what starts relationships. It's what drives the world. It's what started society. It's what started America. Started them fair. Yeah. Fucking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I, as, as, you know, as much as our government has done fucked up things today, all the way back to fucking Andrew Jackson with the Trail of Tears, no matter what. No matter what fucked up things our government has done, the people of this country, I can appreciate. I can really appreciate because at the end of the day, we're all living here in America, living different lives. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. We have completely different lives, but that's the beauty of it. That is the beauty is we are so diverse and I fucking love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Don't get yeah. me wrong, you know, I'm, I'm going to find my three other white roommates, but they still have completely diverse lives. And, mm-hmm. You know, they have their own Hold up, hold stories. up. Isaiah, all right? Fair. Don't, Fair Asian, don't do that to him, Korean. all right? Yeah, yeah. I apologize. <laughs> my man. My, my Love you, Isaiah. Shout out to Isaiah. <laughs> I can't speak Korean, but I'd Thank say you. something if I could. <laughs> oh, I got a couple things, but... Yeah, dude. Yeah. No. Just live life to the fullest. Yeah. Live life to the fullest. We only have so much time. And it is fleeting. It is flying by. Feels like yesterday. So hmm? Oh, sorry. No, nah, it was go, like go, 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 time go, go, go. is fleeting. It feels like yesterday is when Josh and I were sitting in the uh, or standing in the Bernie High School 
what is it? The line on the last the, day of the, the line for Kona Ice to get snow cones. And we're like, hey. Hey, I need to tell you something. I need to tell you something, too. Oh, I'm going to a private school. I'm going to private school. Yep. And then we ended up going to the same private school. Took a little bit. I, I I had to go somewhere else and then transfer and then we got to figure it out. But we ended up at the same place in the end. It worked out in the end. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, time is fleeting, dude. Make the most of it. Talk to as many people as you can. Make as many interactions as you can. As many friends as you can, because you only get one shot. And make the first one count. You know. Hmm. I, I was gonna, oh, oh no I, I was going with uh, I thought Reese you were talking about like time on the podcast was fleeting so I was like Riley hit us with the outro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean if you wanted to slide in that right, right now I mean we could but I mean yeah. Yeah. It, it's up to y'all do, you, do y'all want to continue do you want to leave it? This is the perfect way to wrap it up. I I, I think it would be wrong. I mean for, first episode oh, back a mm-hmm. l- little bit of a. Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I think it's about yeah. about time to wrap. Very raw, very natural. Yeah, very natural. Yeah, I, Extremely I like this. This is exactly how we planned it. You know, plan planned it out, playbook by playbook. playbook. <laughs> yep, <laughs> we have multiple playbooks. Just so you know, <laughs> like that list of all the stuff. Yeah, no, that, that, all our topics. That was one. That a. was one. It goes we've got we've got spreadsheets. We've got Google Docs. We've got PowerPoints. Eventually, possibly. <laughs> we, we told you we were writing shit down. <laughs> we told you we got better at this shit. I got sticky notes. All right, we we get we are professional. We just got sticky it. notes. I got my little sticky. <laughs> oh, look at Hey. I, I should draw you. Oh, that's, that's just Cruelty and Owen right now. Ooh. I, I want to get a, like a whole I love how easily I was able to recognize Cruelty. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. It's, I, <laughs> it's I'm so really good. I'm really proud of that. I didn't, I'm so really good. proud of that. And it's his, little, it's his dog right there in the background. That's dog. amazing. Oh, that's him. amazing. I didn't know but, you were so yeah. artistically inclined, Riley. I didn't. Didn't know I that about you. Regular show before this. That's <laughs> from fucking sixth grade. <laughs> you you should see the other doodles I draw. They're you could call them scratch, like fucking scratch, like chicken scratch. There we go. See, but <laughs> it, it, beauty is in the eye of be- the beholder, and art is art. It doesn't matter what it is. Whether it's a drawing, a sketch, a, 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 an etching on a stone, right? Or whether it's drilling holes in glass and putting other pieces of glass and O rings inside of it, and then calling it art and then putting it in a store and getting around multiple regulations and laws. I mean, it's still art, you know? I mean, it's just <laughs> how you look it's at kind it. Of specific. <laughs> 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 totally not anything that anyone in this podcast has ever done ever in the history of their life. Totally not me. <laughs> and to wrap that up, <laughs> to finish with that, I, <laughs> thank you oh. so much for listening. And. Mm-hmm. Just thank you, Josh and Reese, for coming on. Thank you, Reese. I would say I would say Reese definitely fucking spearheaded this mission to Absolutely. reignite the podcast. Great so I, I thank you for that. I, you know, when when I first joined Legacy and heard that there was a podcast and that it was no longer continuing, I was frustrated. I was like, that sounds like fun. All right, come on, let's get this going. But I wanted to wait a little bit to bug you about it. But I'm I'm glad we did. This is a lot of fun. You know, but we're in it now. The ball is rolling. Yeah, ball is rolling. Yeah. Exactly. There's yeah. only more to come. 
Yeah, consistency. Exactly. That is going to be our thing. Consistency. Consistency. We talked about it this episode, so now it has to be. Yeah. It has to. It has to happen. <laughs> the title. It has to happen. <laughs> Maybe the definition. Yeah. I don't know. Well, for, TDA <laughs> or, or TBA. Sorry, Before TBA. Reese says too much, Riley's got to put the outro in because I make too many promises. But no. Nah. <laughs> I would love to talk more, but yeah, no, I agree. Sadly, so it's a late, it's a late, lately recorded episode. Mm -hmm. Not lately recorded, Mm -hmm. anyways. Love without all the, uh, all the tangents. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, thank you all for joining, and thank you for listening. This is, uh, it's been a great time, great fucking return. I am so ecstatic, and if any of y'all that are listening would like to like to make an appearance, message me message me josh reese anyone that you can remember that's in legacy feel free to reach out please mm-hmm. reach out i'd love to talk with y'all especially with for questions. those yeah, yeah. or something questions. you want us to talk about yeah. exactly if you got topic mm-hmm. suggestions and anything like that or comments or anything uh, we've got we've got an instagram drop a com out and dro- yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you plug in the instagram, plug in the instagram. Hey, well, it's gotta happen at, it's le- literally le- legacy.podcast yeah. legacy.podcast just send us a dm yeah. let us know mm-hmm. and a twitter and we have a twitter we have a tweet we have a twitter you, you might have to start doing we that. have I a twist yeah. head that in <laughs> yeah because yeah. but yeah, yeah. Um, this has been Wonderful and mm-hmm. yeah, it's been great. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Gotta say, of course, great time. Of course. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, y'all listeners and watchers, have a pleasant day or night. I love you. Bye.